Welcome to the Directors Club podcast, the podcast that helps you learn the business skills you need as a child care center director to build enrollment, retain your best teachers, and get your center operating just how you want it. I'm Noelle Dentino. I'm a fellow child care center owner and active director with my sister Sarah. We operate a successful child care center in Massachusetts. By merging my background in business with Sarah's background in early education, we found the perfect recipe for a successful center. The Directors Club podcast will provide you with simple business tips to help you get things done at your childcare center. Episode number 15, increasing revenue without increasing enrollment. Hey there, it's Noelle from the Directors Club, and I'm going to share with you something that we started the day that we opened our center 17 years ago, the drop-in program. When enrollment was taking um, off, and anytime enrollment's taking a dip, or even during seasonal fluctuations, um, we felt that the drop-in program really helped us with cash. This can help you with your program if you're looking to build enrollment at your child care center or if you're just starting out or if you just want to make some extra money if you're full. So done well, a child care program can really offset any of the fluctuations in enrollment. However, there are some key things that we recommend uh, that you do to set yourself up for success because when we did it, <laughs> I knew nothing about child care. I came from a totally different industry. I was in banking and I knew nothing and I suggested it to my sister who had never seen a drop-in program in her child care center. I had a child at home while I was we were setting up our center and I always was like oh I wish I had someone to watch her. A local family child care center near me and she would take her on some days when she had. Here are some tips that we learned early on that you can skip over and set yours up for success today. The first one is really to make sure that you've created specific policies and paperwork for the drop-in program in particular. So in general, your child care center policies are still going to apply, but don't overlook the procedures or the disclaimers or any rules that you will have that may be different. This will be so important for you and for the families if you have clear-cut rules on certain policies. When can they enroll? How do they enroll? Who can the same, all the same paperwork would go for who could pick up, but what are the costs of the program? I would really make sure that you set the times when they can come. They coming for four hours, five hours. Think about even the timing. Sometimes I feel like it's better to do a full day because if you do a half a day in, say, four hours and it comes up on lunch and they're not going to get the full four hours, um, that's difficult because we ran into that in the beginning where kids were wanting to be picked up at 1230, but our rest time starts at 12. And make sure that you're, like, addressing that. I would just give them the policies in the parent handbook that you have Give them like a one-pager on drop-in policies, when they can come, when they can pick up, the procedures. Make sure that the contract states that they're off and that they do not have a permanent spot. You don't want to get stuck with them thinking that. And then just make sure your pricing is above what your regular families would pay that are always enrolled. Um, And definitely a little bit, I would do more so that it is a premium. And potentially, they turn into a regular customer. Once you have all that done, 
I think the second thing that was very beneficial to us was having the families give the paperwork up front. So as you're marketing it and people are calling or emailing you, asking you about it, I think it is important that you just say to them, I'm going to send you the paperwork. Even if they're not going to book a time today, send them the paperwork and just say, oh, if you ever think you're going to use it, I'm just going to send you the paperwork. It doesn't cost anything. They don't have um, to pay to send you the paperwork. So I would just have it because it's going to be beneficial for you if you have the paperwork up front. We recommend that it's if you do have a family that cannot send the paperwork in or they call last minute when they're filling out the paperwork when they're there, just advise your team of that too, that who has the paperwork and who doesn't if you're not going to be there at drop-off or pick-up. The third suggestion that I have for a drop-in program was a big one for me. <laughs> I told you I didn't know anything about childcare. Right out of the gate, we're doing drop-in. Um, just trying to get drop-ins and we grabbed some families that wanted to do they were stay-at-home moms and they wanted to do drop-in care and I did like I said the four hours it butted up into lunch which I like didn't even think of Um, and the child was never been away from the parents before and it was just horrible day (laughs) it was horrible and the teacher wasn't expecting it I didn't tell the teacher I told her oh this child's coming but I didn't say for a day I didn't tell her what the schedule was and then I was like oh they're doing our drop-in program I told her on the fly and that upset her so I now if I was you and you're going to start a drop-in program I would announce it at a staff meeting and we do tell people in our orientation that we offer drop-in care so that they know what to expect but just explain why you're doing it and that they get the same level of service that your other kids do but they're only there for a short period of time. And just make sure they communicate with you what's going on. Because some kids are not meant for drop. It's traumatic for them. And other kids thrive in it. And the fourth thing that you do is market it. I'd put the intentions out there into your community that this is something that you have. And you should think about how you market it who might need it. It's great to show. I used to talk about it when I went to the Chamber of Commerce to the companies that I offered drop-in care in case any of their employees have issues with child. You can market it to anybody in the community, moms, stay-at-home moms, work-at-home moms. I think now that more people are working from home, that might be a benefit to people in your area if you're not full or if you just want to make some extra money. So that was really helpful when we marketed it a lot. Put it on our Facebook page. It was on our website. It had its own page. Just infants, toddlers, and preschoolers will have may have their own pages on your websites. It had its own page where we really talk through it. That was a great tool for us was to talk about it and post it on Facebook frequently. Whatever other marketing materials. You could just say we have a drop-in program. And it would encourage people to reach out to you. So things to think about when you're setting up your program. It, you need to make sure that you're doing the program only if it will not impact your current enrollment. So you can't obviously tell a family they can't come in so you can have the enrollment. You, if your infant ratios are like ours in Massachusetts are one to three, two to seven for the babies. And say all the kids call out that day and I only have three kids I only need one teacher and now a drop-in wants to come in 
And am I going to send the teacher home and save the salary? Did somebody call out? Now I can use that teacher for the call out. Or do I keep that teacher? And is the drop in care money going to make put us over for revenue? So really think about how the opening is going to impact you if you enroll a drop in student. The other things to think about is it the drop in program is not just an after, afterthought and money maker. You really need to take time in advance to think through the best type of program for you in your child care center. Um, you need to make sure that the family understands that it is a child care center, not a nanny service or a babysitting, and it does have rules and regulations. I know that's different for some families that aren't used to group care. And a drop-in program, you just got to remember that it really can lead to full enrollment. So if you really wow these families and make them feel just as special as your other families what can you do can you take a picture of the child during the day and print it on your printer and hand it to them or take a picture and email it to the family after the child's day so I would really think about all of that all the things that you could do to make the child feel special I think it's also important that you consider communicating this with your current families because when you're marketing and just in general, if you have a family that's on a Tuesday, Thursday spot, you could share with people if you need Wednesday or Monday, let us know. You can add a day anytime. You can add a day or they do. we do allow our families to swap days if we have a spot. But you can let them know that they can add a day, and then that way, that's a great benefit for them, and they can share that with their friends and family. I hope that this has clarified what a drop-in program can be. So it's just like your regular child care except you have a couple extra rules, maybe some extra paperwork. It is a program that can help you fill up your child care center if you're needing new enrollment. Think about now, like we're in November. If you start marketing that you have a drop-in program in February, January, February timeframe, that's when people are really looking for summer camps, right, in the winter. You could then share about your drop-in program for the summer and start trying to build a wait list of summer students coming in, or better yet, reach out to the families that you know will probably leave at the end of the school year and do something different before their child goes to, say, kindergarten. And now you know that these three kids aren't going to be here this summer. Now you have three summer openings, and that could be a great time to try and get some drop-in care. So I hope this is something that will help you. I know it's helped me. And I know that my families feel benefited from it. I've had a few families tell me they only wanted to do Tuesday, Thursday, and they were at home. And they did feel like they always could call and ask us. And it's a great way for you to make more money. Because if I'm full, if all the spots are under contract, and I'm still doing drop-in care, I'm making more money on a spot in a week than I typically would. And I will tell you that pre-pandemic, because we just brought drop-in care back recently, we stopped it during the pandemic, we were earning one full year's tuition on drop-in care. 
So we were earning anywhere between twelve and fourteen thousand dollars a year just on drop-in care, which what's an extra twelve thousand dollars. <laughs> I'm not, not going to complain. So I want to thank you for listening today, and I hope that you learned something or. Um, you can improve something or you can be inspired to do something. Let me know how you like the the podcast and the topics. Next week is going to be our season finale. We've had just completed our first season on our podcast. I'm super excited about that. And I'm excited about the, for the topic because it's like going to be a good one um, to end the year, to end my season. I hope you have an awesome week and I'm cheering you on and I'll chat with you soon. Bye, everybody.